whenever an individual goes missing, their family and friends pull out every single resource to help find them. From alerting the authorities to conducting search parties together, it is clear that the family is desperate to find that individual safe and sound. And that is exactly what Chao's family did back in February of 2019, when she went missing after going to a location to deliver chicken. But for the next two hours, when she did not return back home, her mother decided to alert the police so that they can find her as quickly as possible. But soon, she was found dead. What was supposed to be a murder case ended up exposing an illegal drug trafficking ring. The citizens of the country were shocked to hear about Chao's case. So when one of her own family members ended up becoming a suspect in her case, it left a horrific impression on the residents of her community as well as the citizens of Vietnam. Welcome to Shades of Macabre, a podcast that aims to bring you some of the most gruesome murder cases from across the world. The case that I have today is like an accordion. Every time I clicked on the latest news article, it gave me loads of new information, which was confusing at first, but as the story unfolded, it all started falling perfectly together. Chao Thi Mai Suyen born in 1997, was a 22-year-old student at Thai Gwen University of Agriculture and Forestry, nearing the completion of a college education. She resided in Dien Bien province with her mother, Tran Thi Hien, who was 44 years old. In February 2019, Chao returned to her family home to celebrate the Lunar New Year with her loved ones. She often assisted her mother at their chicken store in Muang Than market and was known for being a hard worker. Her mother appreciated her willingness to help at the store, even mentioning that Chao intended to stay close by, ready to assist even after getting married. On February 4, 2019, just like any other day, Chao and her mother were operating their chicken store. At around 5 am, a man between the ages of 36 and 38 entered the store, inquiring about their chicken. As their conversation progressed, he expressed interest in purchasing a substantial quantity of chicken for an upcoming party that he was planning. Although the man didn't make a purchase that day, he exchanged contact information with Chao for future orders. Around 6pm on the same day, the man contacted Chao once more and requested that she bring 13 chickens to the market area of C13 Than Chuang Ward, Dan Bien Phu City. This location was only a 15-minute drive from her shop, according to the Google Maps. At approximately 6.30 p.m., Xiao went on her delivery mission. She loaded 13 chickens into her vehicle, identified by the registration number 27H1-7407. The plan was straightforward deliver the chickens and return home. However, 
when she failed to return home within the next two hours, her parents grew worried. Chao's phone continued to ring but went unanswered, leading her parents to assume that she was en route back home. When her phone was ultimately switched off, they got anxious, prompting them to call the police. On the same day, they reported Chao as missing, initiating an investigation into her disappearance, officially marking her as missing on 4th of February. During the investigation, police acquired multiple CCTV footage clips capturing Chao as she drove towards the delivery location. In one of these clips, she was seen standing and using her phone while wearing a white and blue helmet, blue jeans and a brown sweater. Two days later, at 9 a.m., the police located the vehicle Chao had used for the chicken delivery, which was found 20 kilometers away from the intended delivery location. And it didn't take long for the authorities to locate Chao herself. On 7th February, three days after Chao had been reported missing, her body was discovered in an abandoned house. She was found in a pig barn area and had already begun to decompose. Despite the house condition, a passerby stumbled upon it and promptly alerted both the neighbors and the police. Upon arriving at the scene, the police found Chao dressed only in her underwear and the brown sweater, still wearing her helmet but lying face down on the concrete floor. The semi-nude condition raised suspicions of possible sexual assault. Furthermore, she had several bruises on her neck, suggesting that strangulation might have been the cause of her death. It became evident that Chao's demise was a murder case, prompting the police to identify their search for any leads in the investigation. The police also found Chao's pants and the cages used to transport her chickens at a separate location. This suggested that Chao was murdered at location A and then transported to location B. It is evident that the perpetrators were willing to go to great lengths to hide the evidence and confound the investigation. As the news spread, it stirred strong emotions among the citizens, who were deeply saddened by the killing of an innocent young woman. And since this case happened in the glorious age of social media, people started playing detectives and circulated news which were true and not true. Although the police had managed to identify a suspect, they only had a general description of his appearance on the day Chao went missing. His name and exact features remained unknown. Now, Chao's residence was located near a border area, causing concern among the police. They realized that time was of the essence, as arresting the culprits would become extremely difficult if they managed to cross the borders. As a precautionary measure, two major highways were barricaded and other law enforcement officials were alerted about the case. All roads leading out of the NBN were placed under heavy surveillance to prevent any potential escape. Meanwhile, the police seized several crucial pieces of evidence during their investigation, including the motorbike, the victim's ATM card, the motorbike's registration certificate, 
ate live chickens, a chicken cage, and various items that were hidden by the suspect in different locations. On February 12th, a significant breakthrough occurred in the case as the police announced the arrest of 35-year-old Wang Wan Hung, also known as Hung. He was taken into custody on charges of murder, robbery, and gang rape on the afternoon of February 11th. During initial interrogations, Hung admitted that on February 4th, he visited the same market where Chao's family operated their shop. He noticed Chao, describing her as a beautiful girl working at her family's store, and stuck up a conversation with her. Posing as a customer, he requested to buy chickens and exchanged cell phone numbers with her, explaining that he needed to provide details about the quantity of chickens and the delivery address. The police also found out that Hung has a history of violating the law four times with three criminal records and was currently homeless. At 6 p.m., Hung called Chao, informing her that he required 10 chickens and providing her with an address. Chao reached the designated location within 30 minutes. Since the majority of these news articles are in Vietnamese, I am not sure what really happened between the two. But from what I can understand, Hung instructed Chao to meet him at another location, notifying her by a phone call. Upon her arrival, he sexually assaulted her, raped her, and subsequently took her to another location where he ended her life. He also confiscated her chickens, cell phones, and other belongings in an attempt to hide her identity. Hung's version of the story raised numerous questions. Why did he specifically target Chao? Was his motive solely based on physical attraction? Or were there any factors involved? What drove him to commit a heinous crime, including the murder and efforts to conceal her identity? Was her death accidental, leading him to take extreme measures out of fear? Or were there darker motives behind this? Chao's mother was the most affected by her daughter's death, struggling to come to terms with the fact that her daughter had been taken away from her at such a young age. In the following four days from 12th of February, the investigative team made further arrests. Four additional individuals, 44-year-old Pui Wan Gang, 35-year-old Pham Wan Niem, 39-year-old Luong Wan Hung, and 26-year-old Luong Wan La were apprehended on charges of murder, rape, theft, possession of narcotics, and hiding a body. According to the police chief, the entire crime had two masterminds, Pui Wan Gang and Vuong Wan Hung. Pui Wan Gang, or Gang, employed as a driver and a family man with two children and a wife, was notorious for his drug addiction, just like Hung. The forensic report revealed that Chao had died approximately 48 hours after her disappearance, and the cause of her death was strangulation. Interestingly, it was Gung's wife who stumbled upon Chao's lifeless body in the abandoned house, 
and rushed to inform her husband and others. Given her connection to gang, the police were suspicious that her presence at the scene was not a mere coincidence, hinting at a potential story behind her discovery. In another testimony, Hung confessed that he had intentions to kill Chao for some time. He had even visited her store on February 2nd, but as she was absent that day, he opted to return on February 4th. When the police questioned Chao's mother if she knew any of the suspects that the police had arrested or were looking for, she straight away denied it. She told them that she had never met Hung before in her life. But in another room, Hung was providing a different version of their interaction. By this point, it became evident that these individuals were drug addicts who had conspired to rob, rape, and ultimately murder Chao. Her family, friends, and the local community were deeply saddened and horrified by the news of her death. So, naturally, when the police arrested the mother, it sent shockwaves through the community. On May 25th, 2019, the police made the decision to search Chao's residence, where they discovered numerous cell phones and other documents related to a separate case. Following their interviews with Gung and Hung, both men eventually confessed to having prior knowledge of Hien long before they planned to harm her daughter. In fact, Hien had been aware of Gung's existence for over a year contradicting her previous statements to the police. The authorities suspected that Hien frequently used a separate SIM card when communicating with others involved in the drug ring, highlighting her significant role in the illegal drug trafficking activities in the DNBN area. However, they emphasized that Hien had no involvement in her daughter's murder case. In addition to Hien, the police identified two more individuals connected to the illegal drug ring, Vi Wan Thuan and Vi Wan Thuan's wife, Vi Ti Tu. While talking to news outlets, Hien claimed to not know Thuan or his wife. She also said that they could not have orchestrated her daughter's murder. But as police talked to Thuan, they realized that Hien had lied to them once again, as she had interacted with Tuan in the past. Tuan confessed to the police that Hien owed him money and had enlisted Gong to abduct her daughter, with the intention of holding her for a few days as leverage to compel Hien to pay her debt. Tuan also mentioned that he had promised to compensate Gong and his team for their role in this mission but had not expected them to commit murder, which, as we will later find out, is also not true. Detectives revealed that he and knew Thuan and they had a business relationship. Thuan had spent the last decade in prison and was released in mid-2018. They further stated that upon his release, Thuan had attempted to collect the money owed by Hien, but she had refused to pay. Hien who was now in police custody, continued to deny any involvement in drug rings. 
she faced accusations of obstructing the police investigation by engaging with various news outlets and social media informing about her daughter's death which led to delaying the police's progress in the case there are reasons why many believe that hien might have been involved in her daughter's murder according to what i have gathered chao would often make chicken deliveries in the evening sometimes returning home an hour or two later however on february 4 when chao didn't return home for the next 2 hours her mother quickly alerted the police this raised suspicions as to whether she had a sense that her daughter might have been in danger due to individuals like duan especially since her phone was switched off hien's reaction to her daughter's death has raised questions initially she was seen crying inconsolably when asked to identify her daughter's body however shortly afterward she appeared to calm down and began speaking to the media and posting on social media to inform the world about her daughter's death this has led to speculation about her motives was she trying to inform more and more people about her daughter's death or did she have other intentions such as potentially misleading the police and obstructing their investigation only hien can provide answer to these questions a total number of suspects in the case eventually reached 8 with two additional individuals identified as 45 year old kam wan chong and 47 year old farm wan dang they were also accused of raping chao while she was held captive at kong's house obtaining confessions from all the suspects was not easy for the police it took months to gather enough evidence to provide their involvement in the murder some suspects confessed voluntarily while others had to be arrested based on the evidence that could potentially lead to a long jail sentence at the stage of investigation all the key suspects were gathered and brought to the crime scene to reenact the events that occurred between february 4th and 7th through these reenactments it became increasingly evident that each of them had played a role in the brutal acts of murder and rape that unfolded during those 3 days on january 31st 2019 tuan visited the same market where hien operated her shop unaware that hien had a shop there he encountered her and recalled that she owed him a substantial sum approximately 300 million vietnamese dollars for two blocks of heroin that she had purchased when he confronted her about the debt he and claimed she had no money on hand to settle it on february 1st hung reached out to tuan seeking financial help tuan proposed that hung assist him in retrieving the money he and owed him promising hung 50 million vietnamese dollars in return hung agreed to help kidnap chao and quickly assembled a group of friends willing to participate in the plan Here's what happened between 4th and 7th of February 2019. On February 4th, during the lunar holiday, Tuan, Gang and Hung went to the same market to stock chow. Later that day around 6 p.m., 
Hung went to the market to purchase four chickens from a different vendor. While waiting for the chickens to be prepared, he engaged in a conversation with Chao at her store. During this interaction, he exchanged contact numbers with her and informed her that he would call when he required additional chickens. Around 6:40 p.m., Hung called Chao to order additional 10 chickens. As she was riding her two-wheeler, the other men followed her. Upon arriving at the specified location, Chao began to remove the chickens from her cage one by one. When Hung started strangling her from behind using a nunchaku, he then threw her in the back of his truck and drove down to Gang's house. From the night of February 4th to the morning of February 6th, Chao was held captive at Gang's residence where the group of men subjected her to continuous acts of rape. On February 5th, the men once again raped Chao, and this time they were joined by Chong and Dang. As they committed these acts, other individuals in the group sat on the floor drinking and witnessing the event. On February 6th, Gang visited Tuan's house where he encountered Wong Wan Hung and Kam Wan Jong. During this meeting, the men informed Gang that Hien had still refused to pay the outstanding debt. In the evening, the group of men, which included Luang Wan Hung, Kong, Luang Wan La, Pham Wan Niem, Dang, Wong Wan Hung, and Kam Wan Chong, made the sinister decision to rape Chao once more. Around 10:30 p.m., Thuan rode his two-wheeler to pick up Hung, and then brought him to Gang's house to discuss their next course of action. During this discussion, Thuan proposed the idea of killing Chao. While it remains unclear who exactly strangled her, one of them used a nunchaku to ultimately end Chao's life. Throughout this horrific event, Gang's wife. Bui Kim Thu bore witness to the entire crime but did not intervene to stop them. Following Chao Mi Suyin's death, Gang instructed Wan La to fetch water from the sink, while Niem instructed Gang's wife to clear Chao. Thuan and Gang instructed everyone to carry on and celebrate the Lunar New Year as they typically would. They emphasized the importance of keeping the crime a secret. and acting naturally in the event the police approached any of them they also made it clear that if any of them were arrested they would be on their own and lastly gang informed his wife that she would quote unquote accidentally stumble upon the abandoned house on february 7th and report the discovery of the lifeless body this plan was devised to create additional witnesses and potentially distract the police from the actual perpetrators as the gruesome details of the events of those 3 days became public the community was left horrified and outraged if chao's case had not already deeply impacted its citizens the monstrous details raised their anger and determination to seek justice for chao and ultimately justice was served 
as the trial for the drug trafficking case commenced on November 27, 2019, Hien was brought into court to face charges of illegal drug trading. Her past connections with Gang, Tuan and Hung were finally revealed during the trial. Back in 2017, Hien reached out to Gang to inquire about buying chickens from her. Her real intention was to determine if Gang had any drugs available for sale. When Gang confirmed this, they struck a deal for the purchase and sale of drugs. Gang in return contacted Tuan's wife to inquire four packets of drugs for 150 million Vietnamese dollars. After obtaining them, Gang approached Hien again, offering to sell her two packets. To ensure the quality of the drugs and to foresee a safe transaction with Hien, Gang brought along his friend Hung, who would also be compensated after the sale. Hung verified the drugs by injecting himself, and both he and Gang then parted ways with Tuan's wife, promising to pay in two hours. They waited with the drugs wrapped in a plastic bag at a communal cemetery. When Hien arrived at the scene, the two parties exchanged their goods, with Hung being the sole witness. Hien paid 219 million Vietnamese dollars, and both parties quickly dispersed. Tuan also confessed that in 2009, Hien had purchased two packets of drugs from him, but failed to pay him the agreed-upon amount. In June 2010, Tuan was arrested for drug dealing and sentenced to 9.5 years in prison. After his release in 2018, he confronted Hien and asked her to settle the remaining 300 million Vietnamese dollars, to which she denied. Throughout her time at the police station and during the trial, Hien remained adamant, denying her involvement in drug transactions. claiming no knowledge of Tuan, Kang or Hung. She claimed that they had altered their testimonies to divert attention from Chao's case. Hien even attempted to use her murder to gain sympathy from the judge, but her efforts were in vain. On November 27, 2019, Hien and four other accomplices, Tuan and his wife, as well as Gang and Hung were found guilty and sentenced to prison. Tuan received a sentence of up to 28 years, while the prosecution recommended a life sentence for his wife. Hien, Gang and Hung were each sentenced to 20 years in prison. On December 29, 2019, the trial for Chao's murder case took place. As Chao's sister carried her photo into the courtroom, the six suspects prepared to hear the verdict many hoped that these individuals would receive the harshest possible punishment and they did on that day all six were sentenced to death for the rape and murder of chao thi suyen closing the case after an 11 month roller coaster ride with new details and the past of all nine suspects in the case being highlighted to the world it became natural that people had a lot to talk about the suspects involved in the case especially the murder while legally she was not found guilty many were quick to point out 
that her previous actions had indirectly contributed to her daughter's tragic fate something that he and still refused to accept responsibility for If you want to look at the images related to the case then be sure to check out our social media platforms I've added the links in the description so you can go have a look and if you want to listen to more cases like these subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you are listening we will be back next week with another horrifying case till then take care and be safe